Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. everybody you're listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got this radio show man how i got here i really can't explain it only by the grace of god that's all i can really tell you uh i was talking with a buddy the other day and he was telling me he said man uh, he had an interesting philosophy about it he say, uh, you know, you can have dreams and visions. He say, but God, God will never show you what all he has for you. He won't show you all of it because he knows you'll mess it up. And you know what, man? I thought about that, and wow, how true is that? Okay, I know that I got a radio show. I didn't see it. It's just become this major blessing for me. I didn't see it. But if I would have seen it and known when he had planned on giving it to me, I would have messed it up. Because number one, my first question would have been to him, why I got to wait so long? Why don't I go down here and start on the radio now? And then I'll be in radio. And then ta-da, see there God? But see, the thing about God is God don't need your help. Matter of fact, he don't really want it. All he want is you to love him and obey him. If you can do them two things, I think, I think, I could be wrong. I think he'd be really cool with us. So had I known about these blessings that he had for me, I would have messed them up because I would have put my thinking in the figuring process and that would have jacked it all up. 
That's the first thing I'd asked him, why I got to wait so long. And then if he'd have shown me what I was going to have to do to get it, I would have show messed that up. Man, I ain't finna do that. I ain't finna do all of that. Wait a minute. I got to go through all of these mishaps in my life so when I get the radio show, I have something to share? Man, why don't I just read a couple books and share that experience with them? Now, see, I want you to know what you're talking about. I want you to be transparent. I want people to be able to identify with your struggle and apply their struggle to it and see that they can get over. See, God never shows you all of it because he know we'll mess it up. I wouldn't have any books. I certainly, please know I would not be the host of Family Feud. Can I tell you that? <laughs> it is amazing, man, how God works. And my invitation to everybody today is allow God to work. You know, you can ask him why all you want to, and from time to time, I still do. No good for me, but that old why me, old woe is me, Lord thing, that don't really get it for me. Because when I start asking him why, I'm asking somebody who has a thought process so high above mine that there's no way if he told it to me, I wouldn't even get it. You wouldn't either. I don't care how bright you think you are, man. You just ain't going to get how and why he does it his way. You're not going to understand it. But he has a plan for each and every one of us. And if we adhere to the plan, if we submit ourselves to his will and just say, okay, God, what you want me to do? I am telling you it is the best way to live. Now, you can also do it the way I did it early on. You can just do what you want to do and see how it go from there. And I will tell you from personal experience, it's not going to go good. You know, my wife and I were talking the other day, and she said something with me, and I had to write it down. She says, Steve, you know the funny thing about sin? She says, sin costs you more than you want to pay and causes you to stay longer than you want to stay. <laughs> I asked my wife where she got that from. She said some, some old person told it to her. She says, sin costs you more than you want to pay and causes you to stay longer than you want to stay. That's the problem, man, about doing what you want to do. Because we are all sinners, man, all of us. All of us, every last one of us are sinners. You will be a sinner until you die. Now, you could be saved by grace, but you're going to be a sinner, man. You are going to make mistakes. You are going to, in your life, knowingly do wrong. I bet you will. I don't know who you think you are. I don't know who you've been listening to, but get this. We are sinners. We were born into a world that is sinful. Now, it's okay. It's okay. It's our world. But we can make the best of it because we can form a relationship with God and we, and we can go to war with this thing, you know, and we can win. You can actually get over. Being born into this world is not an end all. It doesn't mean you're doomed. No, nah, man, because God is available to give you life and not only give you life, but give it to you more abundantly. I have more of an abundant life than I've ever had. If you took away the finances, trust and believe, I have so many things I could tell you that I'm grateful for. For my wife, for my children, man, for my family, for the few friends that I have, for the work that I do. 
man, for the respect that some people, that I feel around some people, from the reputation I've earned. Now, I ain't cool with everybody. I got that. I'm cool. I'm, I ain't cool with everybody. Everybody ain't cool with me. Everybody don't like me. Man, get past that right there. I don't care what you do. Everybody ain't going to like you. Some people didn't like Jesus. What did he do? What did he do wrong to anybody? Show it to me where he was just out there just messing over folks and you could justify all that happened to him. Just show it to me. But he knew everybody ain't going to like me. I just come to save y'all. You understand? I got you ain't feeling me. You're going to spit on me. You're going to hang me up there. You're going to pierce my side. You're going to do all that to me. When you get through, I still love you. That's, that's a powerful statement, man. God will take care of you. If you form this relationship with him, he has something for you. He has a plan for you that is beyond your imagination. He will give you the desires of your heart, but he also has some stuff in store for you that you're not even asking for, that he is willing to ship to an address that belongs to you as long as you stay on the right path and are trying your best. God will ship you to blessing anyway. Because please know he's done it to me. I'm a living witness to this, that God will ship you blessings and you ain't going to be perfect. But if he know your heart, man, if he know you trying to do better, if he see you trying to change, if he see you trying to get it right, he understands that you're going to stumble all the way through this thing. But if he know your heart and he know you trying to get it right and you doing the best you can, Boy, he'll ship some stuff your way, man. You really be tripping, man. You would really be tripping. Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> man, it's crazy, ain't it? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have it. Or oh, don't or do we? We looking for it. Steve, what you talking about? Mm-hmm. Your undivided attention? <laughs> Because it's about to go down. Steve Harvey Morning Show is on living, vivid, livacious color. Ladies and gentlemen, on and popping. Shirley Strawberry. Pop it, Steve. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. It is on and popping. Good morning, Steve. What's Cruz? up, Junior? Morning, Unc. Best mentor I know. Uh, King of <laughs> Pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir, in the building, Uncle Steve, right here, right here. Well, another day gone by today. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be voting on impeachment. <laughs> See, sit up, give me some popcorn, watch this. See how this go today. <laughs> uh, you going to mix yours, cheese, and, and uh, uh, car- caramel, or are you just going to eat regular? No, nah, I just eat mix? it straight. Uh-huh. uh-uh. Just I just drink. eat it straight. Just, just regular popcorn, just you know. Because you got to go back and get so much. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so <laughs> much know. going on. Is that what you it's mean? Woof. Girl. <laughs> you leave on commercial breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the impeachment. What happened? <laughs> I got to come back. <laughs> I'm trying to see crazy. if they can put a bathroom in my office where I ain't got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Ooh, the United States of America is straight tripping it, right now. Who would ever think in our lifetime we'd see something like that? I have friends in Africa who yeah. have called me and said, this is ridiculous. Do you know this can't happen in Africa? <laughs> well, 
Why not? I believe that. Uh-huh. No, you can't storm no capital in Africa. Uh-huh. No. Well, you're not no. supposed to be able to storm one here. In, but... in here. I ain't going to say what they'll the do to you in Africa, but it's, it'll happen in one day. Yeah. It'll be over in no, one day. No, it would have been then happened. <laughs> First I mean, four pre- up them steps. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody back down. <laughs> the president is not supposed to lie to 70 million people telling them he won an election that he clearly lost. It was the safest election in the history of elections in this country. But he has all these these people thinking that the the election was stolen, and they believe it in their hearts that it was stolen. And a lot of the Republican leadership have fed into the lie Mm -hmm. because they're afraid of his base. They think they're such a big voting block. I don't understand why they don't just go ahead and just admit we had the wrong person in charge of our party. Right. He hijacked our agenda and made it something of his own. Mm-hmm. Our bad. Here's our time. Here's a chance to purge and rid ourselves of Trump and Trumpism by mm-hmm. impeaching him, putting him out, putting some sanctions against him, and fixing it where he can't ever run again. Right. And That's get what Mitch McConnell is saying, Steve. That's what, That's Mitch, saying. Yeah. That's what Mitch is saying. That's what Mitch is saying. Man. Man. Talk about and a 180. Yeah. yeah. Y'all gonna... McConnell. No, nah, Lindsey Graham, get back over. He he's saying that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, it, yeah, it's all right. Well, listen. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, get ready. We're gonna ask the CLO as we switch gears right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending headlines, President Trump said his speech that uh, incited the riot that killed five people in the nation's capital last week was totally appropriate. Uh, The House will vote today to impeach Trump for a second time. And Republican Senate House Majority uh, Leader Mitch McConnell says he's happy and he supports the impeachment. What? What What did I just say? Wow. He's trying to get into heaven. Uh, He's trying to get into heaven, Junior. Junior. I know what I hear. I'll try to get in statement. I know (laughs) the end is near. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it all at the top of the hour. Uh, Yeah, we got to definitely talk about that. But let's switch gears now because it's time to ask the CLO. If you have any love questions, please um, send them to us. We'll get them on if we can. Steve, you ready? CLO? All right, here we go. This one is from Darian in Dallas. Darian says, I'm the youngest of three boys in my family, and I've always been the shortest. My brothers have teased me for years because I'm only 5'8". But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Taller women are my thing. And I've got one special lady that is 5'9". But when she wears heels, she towers over me. We have my mother's birthday coming up, and we're having a small get-together. My girl wants to go with me and meet my parents, but I'm afraid my brothers will ruin our visit with jokes. Should I let them meet my girl before the party? See hello? Let me explain something. You ain't finna stop these damn jokes, not from your brothers. You're not finna stop stop these jokes from your brothers no more than our resident short person is gonna stop these jokes on this damn sh**. Just don't stop. It ain't nowhere. Not in this. <laughs> Bye, baby.
tall women are your thing. They got to be. Hell, you 5'8". <laughs> well, what, 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 how is that ain't going to be your thing? Well, if tall women aren't your thing, you might not have one. So we good with that. Bruh, hey, take your girl on to the family reunion. Yeah. Have a nice time. Mama's you know birthday. your brother. You the youngest. They finna eat your ass alive. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't that, it'd be something Them else. Them your damn brothers, boy. man. What do you think mm -hmm. gonna happen to me, man? They, listen to me, man. However old you are, you old enough to write into this show. You done heard all this before. You ought to have thick skin by now. Man, take your girl on over there, man. It's gonna be yeah. all right. She know you short. <laughs> she ain't going over there to learn nothing new. I have a question, Steve. Has huh? your nephew ever had that issue growing up? Did he date Hell a real, yeah. real tall girl? Okay. Hell yeah. Well, I, I, I did not write in, so we're not going to get on me. <laughs> I was just wondering. Hell, I did not. Girl. I did, <laughs> every girlfriend he had. <laughs> he was riding his ass like a camel. <laughs> With two humps. We, I was sitting between the humps talking about it. Mm. But he hung in there. He got strong. You know, he worked through it. You know, he got strong. He went to college, got <laughs> himself a degree. <laughs> you know, turned himself into something, started making uh -huh. good money and stuff. <laughs> you know, got a big ass house, cars, and all like that. Don't nobody up, know he's short. They <laughs> <laughs> even know he's short. Ain't nobody even seen him. Oh, hell no. Pull up in Rolls Royce. Don't nobody even know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I hope that answered your question, Carla. Uh, yes. Lily in Newark uh, says, I'm 37 years old and I'm dating a man that is 40 years old and doesn't have a lot of sexual experience. He's in a sexless marriage. Uh, he was in one for eight years and he said he learned to live with basic sex i want to turn it up a notch each time we're intimate but he's shocked every time i do something new the other night he said the other night he said he's concerned that i may have too much experience in this area and that's not the kind of woman he's looking for i refrain from cursing him out that night <laughs> how do i handle this situation what is she doing in there. Well, if you, you got something different every night. Well, he doesn't have <laughs> much experience. Man. He doesn't a lot know now. anything. Ain't yeah, he ain't got a lot of experience, but you can't come in there with all that at once. Can you can you space it out where you add a little something different like every fifth time or sixth time so he can get some time? You, every night, you come in there with new, wait, hold, what, what you doing? <laughs> well, I'm finna, oh. She says she wants to turn it up a notch each time they're intimate. So each time right, she does right. a little something. Right. See, see, what you got to do is you got to bring him through this thing slow. You got to let him adjust to these new things. Let him get you. Let him get good at what that's norm. Then introduce a new thing. In about a year, you so have yourself. Face it something. out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he's okay. being very judgmental. Uh, yeah. Mr. 40-year-old, no being judgmental. Yes, he no, is. No, he's scared of her. <laughs> well, he said he, she's not the kind of woman he's looking for. <laughs> yeah, that would be scary. That's a lot. <clears throat> Look, all you right. know too damn much. <laughs> what is all this for? What is she doing? What is she doing? Wait, 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 wait. What you got what? in that pillowcase? Hold up, hold up. Is she hurting you? Wait, turn that down. What Damn. is that? <laughs> turn it down. What is that? It's too loud. What is that? <laughs> yeah. uh.
All right, we're moving whip on. Who? Jewel- <laughs> whip who? He said whip Wait a minute. What? Whip who? <laughs> Harder. Steve. <All> right. <laughs> okay. It sounded like slavery at some point. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's oh, crazy. Wait a minute, hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. That oh, don't whoa. burn? Mayonnaise. All right. Thank you, C. Hell, I ain't got no mayonnaise. What, what did he? <laughs> Coming up next, the nephew <laughs> with Run That Prank Back. Pull right your own this. damn hell. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news. President Trump said his speech that incited the riot last week that killed five people in the nation's capital was totally appropriate. Uh, today, the House will oh. vote to impeach Trump for a second time. I know he's totally lost his mind. Come on, House. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, plus, in entertainment news, Vogue magazine is responding to the vice president-elect uh, the cover controversy. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? But man. Hmm. But man. That's the title. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to reach Vaughn, please. Uh, this is Vaughn. Who is this? Vaughn, this is Darius. Darius with Human Resources. How are you? I'm doing fine. Can I help you? Yeah, listen, we um, have an incident that has taken place at the job. You actually, what floor are you on, Vaughn? I'm on floor 12. Floor 12. All right. So do you use the copy machine that often on that floor? Uh, Not all the time, but I do use it every once in a while. Okay. Every once in a while. So here's what's going on. There's going to be some actions being taken place here pretty soon, some legal actions, and we're just clearing everybody. You know, this is this is just a proper procedure that we're having to go through. So let me just kind of enlighten you on what's taking place. Someone um, on the 12th floor has copied their butt on a piece of paper in the copy machine. So someone actually sat up on the Xerox machine and copied their butt. Why someone would do that, I have no earthly idea. But what's happening now is everyone on your floor is going to have to come in and show their butt. So we're scheduling this now. I'm thinking Friday at 11 a.m. Would that be suitable uh-huh, for you to uh-huh, come? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Y'all, y'all, talking, <laughs> y'all talking about y'all want me to come up there and show show my show my b- because somebody uh- – I'm a grown man. Okay, I'm a grown man. I ain't do that. Okay, you know what? I believe you. I believe you wholeheartedly, Vaughn. But just to clear your name, we have to, I hate to say it, clear your butt as well. So we want to make sure, we're going to find out whose butt this is on the piece of paper that did this. We're going to yeah, yeah, find you're out. Gonna find, you're going to find out who's, you're going to find out whose cheeks those are, and you're going to find out real quick they're not mine. All right, I'm not doing that, man. I'm not going to come in. You said Friday? You're doing this on Friday? Friday at, Friday at 11. Not coming out of my day off so I can pull my pants down with some strangers. Looking, really, look at my look at my cheeks. Talking about somebody copied. I'm not okay. doing that. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want this to take a turn, Vaughn. Because right now, this is if you're not if you're saying you're not coming in, then other actions will be 
taking place if you don't come in and follow the procedure that everybody's saying. Everybody else uh, that I'm calling, they have to come in. How many How many people work on that floor? There's at least 80-plus people on that floor. You're talking about trying to have 80-plus people come in, drive all the way to work, so some strangers that we don't even know can look at our, look at our cheeks. And I'm not going to do that. I don't know who did it, but I know they ain't me. Well, somebody, somebody Xeroxed their butt on the 12th floor, and we're going to get to, okay, but we're going to get to the bottom of who did it. And what you're, what you're not going to do, Vaughn, is tell me you're not coming in, what you're not going to do. Do you like your job here with this company? Okay, what you're not going to do is act like you're going to fire me because I'm not going to show y'all my sweet goodies just because you... Just because you're from HR, you got me fooled if you actually expect me to think that everybody that works on this floor is over here like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll let some strangers look at my look at my crack. You must be playing. No, sir, not with me. Okay, well, let me, ask, let, me, let me ask you this. Do you have a coworker named Andre? Andre, yes. Okay, me and Andre says he knows you. Now, I'm just going to put it out here. Andre is stating that it could have possibly been you. Really? Andre got the nerve to say it could have been me? Man, f*** Andre. Why did he try to single me out? Like, I even use that damn copier. I'm around there playing games. I'm a grown man. He must be out of his mind thinking he gonna say I did it. All I know is he stated that you were a possibility. That's what, that's what he stated. He said I was a possibility. That that's dumb. He ain't have absolutely no reason to think. I don't even use that copier, man. I use that thing like once every two, three weeks. Okay. Everybody on that floor. Okay. So out of once every two, three weeks, is there a possibility maybe you propped your butt up there and and copied it? Not at all. Y'all don't even told me when this happened. I probably wasn't even working when the booty cheeks got scammed. You You must be out your mind. You can waste everybody else's time. Trying to bring everyone in to get a free strip show, but you're not going to do that to me. This has to be unethical and illegal on so many levels. You're trying to come in and say everybody on the entire floor has to come show their cheeks? Man, you must be f***ing kidding me. What's your name? Whole time you're trying to call me saying this is HR. What's your name? Because when I, 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 I I'm Darius. I'm Darius out of Human Resources. I told you that when I first called you. Well, Darius, and well, Darius. Well, Darius. When I do come into work, you the first I want to see. Let me ask you this, Vaughn. Do you know Leslie? Leslie? I know that m- better not even say my name. Do, but So you do know Leslie? Yes, I know Leslie. She works there with me. So you trying to tell me that Leslie said this too? Uh, do you want to know what Leslie said? Yes, I would like to know what Leslie said. So when I cuss her out, I get it right. Okay, Leslie told me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Leslie <laughs> and Andre. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Dude, and Andre uh, got me to prank phone call you, man. <laughs> Dude, I was so... Man, I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, your uncle is right, bro. Somebody is going to whoop your and I bet, I bet it's this year. All right, Vaughn. Tell me this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Somebody is definitely going to whoop your ass. <laughs>
All I'm saying is, we got a Ooh, copy on the paper, <laughs> and we need to find out who but this is. That's all I'm saying. We're going to figure it out today. Okay? And how are you supposed to do that? <laughs> Bring your butt down here so we can see if this is your butt that's on this paper. <laughs> he that was not crazy. It. That <laughs> no foolishness. One's, no one's doing that. Who's going <laughs> to do that? No. <laughs> Too much. Play too totally much. Stupid. <laughs> How many people on that? My job is to keep it stupid. Okay, that's my job. Keep Jeez. it stupid. Grace. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm handling my business. My job is to keep everything mm. stupid around here. Mm. You know that ain't always been your job. But he did it though. But <laughs> it just came so natural. We gave it to you. We all we did put a title to it, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, a degree. Coming up, (laughs) coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Vogue released a statement on the vice president-elect Kamala Harris's cover model controversy for the February issue of Vogue. Some people uh, believe that image of Ms. Harris in a pink, in a uh, black blazer and pants with the white shirt and Converse sneakers with the pink and green sheer curtain backdrop was too casual. They didn't like it. They, you know, wanted her to look more official um, since she's going to be our vice president. Others were pleased that the cover was a tribute to her sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha. Additionally, there was another picture of the vice president-elect in a powder blue suit, which was a more serious leader look. The vice president-elect's team said that Vogue did not ask for a photo approval to release the more casual digital cover, and they thought the image of Ms. Harris in the powder blue suit would be on the cover. Now the magazine has responded. The team at Vogue love the images. Tyler Mitchell shot. He's a black photographer, right? Tyler Mitchell. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. He did Beyonce's. Uh, yeah, he cover did Beyonce. Shot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah uh, anyway. Yeah. So Vogue said they love those images that uh, Tyler Mitchell shot and felt the more informal image captured Vice President-elect Harris, Harris's authentic approachable nature, which we feel is one of the hallmarks of the Biden-Harris administration. The statement reads, uh, also to respond to the seriousness of this moment in history and the role she has to play leading our country moving forward, um, we're celebrating both images of her as covers digitally. All right? So that's how they explained both covers. Uh, But do they have a, a hard copy cover, too? I think the powder blue one is the hard cover. Copy. Is the hard uh, the yeah. one in the, the blue suit? I think it's the is one. Is the one that's I, on the actual magazine? I think so, Steve. It's just it's so confusing because well, they released both digital prints. Yeah. Well, let's uh, find uh, out. But either way, uh, I'm gonna make this announcement on behalf of black people. They didn't ask me to, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this here: we oh, will not be storming the Capitol because of this. No, <laughs> not at all. Make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we might. Some people might be upset, and they got every right to be upset. Mm, we yes. won't be going down there at the Capitol about it. And yeah. uh, I think Kamala Harris, uh, Vice President uh, Kamala, Madam Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, is outstanding. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. she mm-hmm. looks befitting in the part. And yes. however this cover plays out, it ain't the end all for us. I'm no. pretty sure there should be some other covers, and maybe somebody will get it right from the get-go. Vogue yeah. is not the end-all, say-all. So, right. right, and it doesn't right. take away from the fact that she is. 
Yeah, I she know. is a leader. She is authentic, and she does. She's vice to president of the United States. You can put on, on yeah. a Cracker Jack box if you want to. She's the vice president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Do we understand History that? Making. Yeah. I don't. History I don't know. Baby. I don't know if the AKAs were happy with the pink and green. That, but I don't. I don't know what that means. That don't. That, you know, whatever. But, yeah. You know. I mean, she's she's on there. We love her. She's she's got a job to do. Uh, come the twentieth, she will be our vice president. I mean, right. Yeah. And I think that a lot what of Af- African Americans, like we're not on Vogue a lot anyway. They don't represent us. Mm-hmm. all the way right anyway so when it's yeah. they see a problem they want to bring it up to yeah them. trump was mad that melania didn't get any uh covers mm. well who is she though Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> time for today's headline steve miss ann trip yeah, I'm going, uh-uh. Okay. Anyway, this is Ann Tripp with the news, everybody, and good morning. Let's go. Well, the president has now had his say about last Wednesday's pro-Trump siege of the U.S. Capitol, and he says it wasn't his fault. Well, if you read my speech, and many people have done it, and I've seen it both uh, in the papers and in the media, on television, uh, it's been analyzed, and people thought that what I said was totally appropriate. And if you look at what other people have said, politicians at a high level, about the riots during the summer, the horrible riots in Portland and Seattle and various other, other places, that was a real problem, what they said. But they've analyzed my speech and my words and my final paragraph, my final sentence, and everybody to the T thought it was totally appropriate. Yeah. According to the latest polls, that's not what the majority of Americans think, and that not only includes Democratic lawmakers, but some GOP legislators as well. Now, with only seven days left of his only one term in office, House Democrats have introduced a single article of impeachment accusing Trump of incitement of an insurrection, and the House is expected to vote on that measure before the end of this week, maybe today. President Trump's claiming that the impeachment process, by the way, is, quote, dangerous for the country. Impeachment aside, Capitol building and its surrounding grounds are still essentially a crime scene. And that's where Michael Sherwin, acting U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, comes in. We have already opened 170, more than 170 subject files, meaning these individuals have been identified as potential persons that committed crimes on the Capitol grounds, inside and outside. So of those 170 cases that have already been opened, and I anticipate that's going to grow to the hundreds in the next coming weeks, we've already charged over 70 cases. And now the incoming Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer is calling on the Department of Homeland Security to put all known rioters on a no-fly list, a process, by the way, that's already begun in a few cases. Schumer says that the law calls for anyone deemed a threat to the security of this country to be banned from boarding any commercial flight. Oh, by the way, uh, the FBI charged a white Trump supporter over, with, over for traveling to Washington, D.C. with an assault rifle and saying that he planned to kill Nancy Pelosi on live TV. Uh, that guy is... Uh, uh, is named Cleveland Meredith. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, he's known in the Atlanta area for erecting a billboard that said QAnon along with the name of his company. His company is called Car Nuts Car Wash. In Minneapolis, the judge overseeing the trial of the now four ex-police officers accused of the brutal murder of Mr. George Floyd has pushed the trial of three of the four further into the year. All four ex-cops charged in Floyd's death were scheduled to go to trial on, um, in March. But Derek Chauvin, the cop seen grinding his knee into Mr. Floyd's neck, he's charged with murder, and he goes first. He's tried in March. The other three are tried in August. 
Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending political news, according to the New York Times, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has told his associates that, quote, he is happy Democrats have moved to impeach Mr. Trump as it will make it easier for me to rebuild the Republican Party. Whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> wow. Mitch That's McConnell crazy. also blames President Trump for the Republicans losing the two Senate seats in the runoff election in Georgia. Uh, House Democrats plan to vote today to impeach President Trump for a second time. Remember, one week ago today, the domestic terrorists attacked the Capitol building where five people died, including a U.S. Capitol police officer. So Mitch McConnell has changed his tune, huh? You know what? I mean, look, you know, we all keep hanging out hope that, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) something will develop where it's not such such a split with the Democrats and Republicans because as we sit here and we look at that, we don't understand why they don't see what we see. But it's clear, like I've always known, they don't see what, they they don't want to see it because it's their power position and their money. But now they have a chance to really rid themselves of this guy and get back to some type of normalcy in that, look, it's going to always be differences between Democrats and Republicans. That's the way it is. And you're going to have fights and and, 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 and people siding just because it's the party. But what they side for with this dude, man, is pure ignorance and lies. Hatred. And if you don't side with him on the lie, man, he do your ass on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, they done took his Twitter account. What y'all scared of? <laughs> he can't come back. <laughs> he can't even talk to you about y'all no more. They're really, yeah, and fear uh-huh. is it. it. It's fear-driven what they're doing. And, man, let me tell you yeah, something. But- if they impeach him, they would get rid of his ability to have secret service for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That. And he mm-hmm. would lose the pension. The yeah. bigger part is he would lose the secret service. That would then prevent him from going to these rallies and and and, and drumming up more support yeah. with these ignorant yeah. lies. Oh. Yeah. You right. actually yeah. have a chance to rid yourself for this guy. And he yeah. wouldn't be able to run for office again either. So. That's right. That and good. you wouldn't that have would to deal good. with this Trumpism foolishness. Mm-hmm. Right. And I then like eventually. Bernie's... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I like what Bernie Sanders, he tweeted out, if he's too dangerous, if Trump is too dangerous to send out a tweet or a Facebook post, then he's too dangerous to be the commander in chief. Right. I said, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. He needs to be removed from office. Yep. He wants to be a dictator. That's it. He mm-hmm. thinks he's a king or something. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, send him to Russia. Let them deal with it. Let's do that. <laughs> he's, he's got plenty of friends over there, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, time to switch gears, guys. Um, we're going to talk about being healthy coming up at 34 minutes after the hour. It's our Wellness Wednesday segment. It's sponsored by D Herbs right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Many of us made New Year's resolutions to lose a little weight, as we always do at the top of the year, get back in shape. Many of you have already, though, given up. <laughs> and we, we know it's rough. We all fall short. But right now, we are here to help you get back on track and reach your goals to lose weight and live a healthier lifestyle with D-Herbs. 
I've done it. Steve's done it. Tommy, Carla, Jr., we have all done it with D-Herbs. Yes. And joining us now is the CEO of D-Herbs and our friend and family member. Please welcome back to the show the one and only Mr. A.D. Dolphin. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? Hey, good morning, A.D. Good morning. Happy New Year. (laughs) Long time. (laughs) All right, well, listen, we'll jump right into it as we always do with COVID-19 numbers surging AD. Being healthy is extremely important these days. So how is it, uh, the D-Herbs program, how is that helping people get healthy and keeping them on track? Absolutely. Look, we're we're doing all the things. We're wearing masks. We're social distancing. We're washing our hands 30 times a day. But to be honest, your last line of defense is your immune system. Mm -hmm. And by doing the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse, what you're going to do is fortify that system and give you the extra protection that you need during this crazy time period. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's important also, A.D., that we educate our, our listeners on how different the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse is. It's different than any other cleanse out there. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, when you think of cleansing, you're going to have to starve yourself or drink some weird concoction. The D-Herbs mm-hmm. Full Body Cleanse is nothing like that. You can eat as many fresh fruits, vegetables, raw nuts, and raw seeds during this time period as your heart desires. Also, our cleanse doesn't just focus on your colon. It actually focuses on your entire body. Um, And also, I would add is our formulas, which are 100% natural, down to the capsules themselves, which are vegetarian capsules. And lastly, the results. You're talking about weight loss between 10 to 30 pounds, a huge boost of energy, stronger immune system, clearer skin. To be honest, the D-Herbs Full Body Cleanse is a life changer. It is. We were all looking good. <laughs> and we still are, thanks to the Herbs. <laughs> I don't want to start a rumor or nothing. What? You know, because this hasn't been scientifically proven. What's but he? Junior did the uh, cleanse last year, the D-Herbs uh, mm-hmm, full mm-hmm. body cleanse. Right. Junior said that it cleansed his body out from any COVID effects. And he doesn't uh, get COVID because he took a cleanse. Oh, uh, I love not, that. Yeah, I that's love not that. scientific, and we can't we can't verify that. But that's what we're gonna go with. Go ahead, Shirley. All right. The thing we love about it is that we can eat food on this cleanse. And now for our listeners AD, that are uh, struggling with diabetes and high blood pressure, a lot of those, uh, they really should try the D Herbs Full Body Cleanse. But you need to tell us why, because that's as important. Well, if you think about it, a lot of people don't know that 90% of all diseases today are diet related. I always tell people that, so we're literally eating our way into sickness. But the same way you got there is also going to be the same way you get out. And by cleansing, what it can do is give you a healthier diet, put you on a healthier path so you can eat your way out of sickness. Eat your yeah. way out of sickness. Yeah. You Absolutely. Like to you sickness. Say, we eat, yeah, so we yeah. eat our yeah. way into sickness. So, yeah. yeah, why not eat your way but out? But I'm going to tell I you something. It. That's really a true fact. Yeah. It really is, man. Uh, mm-hmm. My uh, A1C number, AC1 number, whatever that number is, uh, the diabetic number that gotten kind of high, and I was, my blood work told me I was pre-diabetic. I went to vegetables. Right. I went to vegan for three weeks. And my number dropped down a whole point, not a Absolutely. So that is a true statement about it. People don't understand what you put in your body is is so important. And that's why cleansing is so important, because you get rid of all that waste, all that toxicity, so your body can be on a healthier path. And it's it's life-changing. That's absolutely true. Uh, 
AD, and we're we're all living proof of that. So if you want to get healthy, if you want to get started, go to dherbs.com right now. That's dherbs.com. Enter promo code radio at checkout for a nice discount. dherbs.com, promo code radio, or call 866-4-D-HERBS. That's 866-4-D-HERBS. AD, thank you as always. We love Absolutely. you. AD, happy We're new year, brother. Healthy. Happy new year, you guys. All right, coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? Loser. <laughs> yeah. You know I love saying it. Wait, wait till you hear like Donald Trump, he's a loser, right? Yeah. All right, oh, wait please. till you hear this letter. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it a little later because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Sex is too loud. Mm-mm. Oh. Sex. <laughs> It's too loud. Hey, keep your nerves bound. Yes. You just bring it down a little bit. I got to go to work. (laughs) Let's go, cat dog. Sex is too loud. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to read Cedric. Cedric. Uh, You have the wrong number. This is his wife, though. Can I help you? Uh... Yes, ma'am. I'm calling you from the front desk here at the uh, at the Hilton Hotel, and I've called the the room a few times, and you guys you guys haven't answered. So we actually uh, went a little further and got the number that's connected with the credit card. And uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be calling your number like this, but the people are complaining about you guys on the floor that you guys are staying on, and they're saying that the uh, sex is too the sex is too loud. Coming from I'm you all's room. Wait, wait a minute. What'd you say? The people on you all's floor are saying that the sex is too loud coming from you and your husband's room. Wait, what the f- is going on here? I am at home, and that mother f- is out of town. So, what are you saying to me? Uh, can I, can I, can I get you to hold on for a second? Sure. Some that's, bull. That's his. That's his. This is his wife on the phone right now. But she said she's at home. That's what she's telling me. She's telling me she's at home. But she's not upstairs. No. She's not upstairs. Evidently in a different city. What am I supposed to say to her? Okay. Okay. Uh, ma'am? Yes? Okay. Well, I'm sorry. What's your name again? Dominique. Okay. Dominique, uh, look, you know what? We won't worry about it. We'll, we'll fix it. What the, what uh, the- do you mean don't worry about it you just called me to tell me that basically my husband is having sex with someone at the hotel and now you're acting like i'm just supposed to act like this didn't happen hello yeah yeah and i did hear you talking in the background you heard who i heard you okay hold on hold on can you hold on again please and uh where are you at which is this which hotel is this Look, just hold, hold, hold on for a second, man. I didn't hit the mute button. I didn't hit the hold button. No, she heard everything we was talking about. I don't know. What am I supposed to say to her? The guy won't answer the phone, and it's noise coming from the room all day. All right. Hello? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dominique, Miss uh, Dominique, I want to apologize. We thought we were... 
Call uh, apology is not going to do it. I can solve the problem for you. What's your address? Tell me your address. Uh, I'm, I'm not at liberty to, to give that information. This is some bull****. Some real bull****. Can you put your manager on the phone or something? Um, I mean, my manager is actually in a meeting right now. I don't... <sighs> Ms. Dominique, I just want to say, I, I, I just, I, I truly apologize. I, I mean, I thought I was calling the person that was in the room. I'm, I'm really, really you know sorry. What? I don't know what to say. There is nothing to say unless you're going to give me your address right now so I can be on my way over there. Uh, what city are you in? Don't worry about where I'm at. I can get to you and his ass. You know what? I'm going to call this mother myself, and he better wait, 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 my wait. call. Oh, okay, wait a minute, I can though. solve this... your whole situation. Okay, but I'm hang calling on, this... his ass. Right now. Okay, but will you wait? Because you're going to mess around. I'm going to lose my job. If I don't give goes a f- about your job right now. Bro, you told me that my husband is f- some other b- in your hotel. Do you think I care? So what's your address so I could be on my way? Okay, okay, okay. My, 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 Actually, my... let me just call him. No, 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 no. My, my manager, my manager coming now. My manager. Oh, coming. now your manager is available. How convenient. Okay. So my I manager talked. I don't want to talk to your manager. Okay. I thought you wanted to talk to the manager. I'm pissed off right now. So either you're going to give me your address. Can I put, this is my manager, Tommy. Can I put Tommy on the phone? Sure. Hey, Dominique. Yes. This is Tommy. Okay, Tommy. What's going on? Uh, Your worker called me to tell me that my husband was having sex in your hotel too loud. And I asked him his address, and he won't give it to me. And I'm on my way down there, and I'm about to call my husband since he won't answer your call. And I did hear him talking to you in the background. Okay. Well, did you hear who he was talking to? No, I didn't. Okay. He was talking to me, but do you know who I am? No, I don't. And I don't really care. But do you know Tommy at all? Do I know Tommy? No. Do you know Tommy? No. Okay. Do you know nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know Are him? you kidding? You asshole. How dare you? That's messed uh, up, Tommy. Oh, my. I'm not your friend right now, Tommy. And I don't like you anymore. I just want you to know. Uh, oh, come on, Tommy. Come on. Come that on. ain't funny. It's not funny, Tommy. It's really not. Okay. All right. I don't want to get off the phone and we're on bad terms now. We got to get back. We got to be on good terms when we get off the phone. Okay? Come on, mm. Dominique. Laugh, laugh with me, baby, please. Mm. Uh, well, I don't know if you'd be laughing if somebody called you with this. But okay. I wouldn't. Fine. I wouldn't. Yo, you have a sister. Your sister's name is Lydia. Am I right? Yes. Lydia is who got me to prank phone call you, baby. Oh, my. <laughs> Okay, it's it's really going down now. I got something for you and her. So let me see you in the streets, Tommy. Okay, let me ask you this, though. Before you go, at least give me this. What's the baddest radio show in the land? Come on, let me ask. You know, Steve Harvey and nephew Tommy. You know what, Tommy? You used to be my favorite. But now, I'm rolling with Steve. You could kiss my <laughs> Oh, come on. I told you, I told you, one of them was going to go too far. One of them was going to go too far. Oh, man. Dominique. Oh, my God.
Why too much? When I, especially you. when I put her on hold for a second, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> she said, you oh kiss her, you know what? Oh. She's hot for real. That's how it's supposed to go. I, it went just like I wanted it to go. Mm. Uh, okay. It didn't go like I wanted it to go. Hey, I, I was going to ask you for you. some numbers, Unc, that I want you to see if you can get for me. Like who? Okay. Kanye, I know you got that number. I got it, though. Okay. You don't need to that prank him. Yay. It's too much. No, really. I don't think you're going to go with Some people yeah. you need to give a pass. Yeah, don't you need to let that go right now. There's a lot going yeah. on, man. You yeah. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. You can't handle too much more. I don't think this show ain't going to be the reaction you hoping for. Right. Who else you want, Tommy? Okay. 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 Let me think. Uh. Yeah, Denzel. Got his number. You ain't calling Denzel. Come on, what else, what else you got? Everybody got time for <laughs> oh. foolishness. Grown ass. Really, honestly? Everybody got time to play. Be honest with you. Tyler Perry. Tyler ain't Give got me time that for your foolishness, man. Oh, hell no. It's not hey, about hey, what they hey, have time for. Hey, It's hey, about hey. the prank. Hey, dog. Hey, these grown ass people right here. I understand See, that. That would be but funny, It's about though. the prank. People. I tell you, now, the one that I really people want, honestly, on, Samuel Jackson. Because I know oh. I'm going to get some good cuss. Yeah, I don't have enough that beeps. <laughs> That's the one I ought to give you and let you be a member of the Hateful Eight. <laughs> who, who the blank? Did he blank give you this blankety blank number? Oh, man, he'll never speak to me again. Uh. <laughs> okay, that stupid right, blankety nephew. blank. My blankety blank number like this blankety blank going to call me on the blankety blank radio. Blankety blank blank. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. <laughs> Come on, Caesar. Y'all very loud. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Oh, Tommy, <laughs> do that to me right now. All right, thank you. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 32-year-old woman, and I'm falling for a 43-year-old man. We met online and bonded because we were both very lonely for the last 10 months in quarantine. I work full-time at a school, and he is a screenwriter waiting for one of his movies to get greenlit by a big producer. He said if that happens, he will be set for life. We decided to meet up and I asked him to meet me halfway since he lives an hour from me. He told me he doesn't have a car, so I drove three hours to see him. When I got to his apartment, he said I couldn't come in because the couple he lives with doesn't want strangers inside because of COVID-19. He explained that he's staying on their couch in exchange for some cleaning and other housework. He said he didn't tell me because he didn't want to scare me away. I was very put off by this, but he offered to take me to lunch, so that made it better. We had a nice meal, and things were going great, until his card was declined at the restaurant. He stepped away to call his bank and then asked me to cover the bill. He was embarrassed, but I assured him that it was okay. 
We decided to get a hotel room so we could spend the day together, but his card was declined again. So I put the room on my credit card. He called the bank again and said his account had a glitch, but he could pay me back within 24 hours. That night, we had the most intense sex and amazing conversation. I haven't been back to see him because he can't afford a hotel room. I still haven't gotten my money back either. He said he's falling in love with me, so I don't want to mess this up. I'm trying to believe in his dreams. Is he a work in progress or he is he a loser? Please advise. Ah, I'm going to say a loser. Okay, that's what I'm going to say. He is a loser. And I'm going to say it to you too, loser. I think you're a loser too. Because what are you doing having sex with a man you met online and, and you you did all the work, you know, to make this stuff happen. You drove three hours to see him. You paid for the food because his credit card was declined. You paid for the hotel room because his credit card was declined. It was a glitch in it, he said. You gave it up the first night. You made it way, way easy for this man. And uh, you said being lonely for 10 months because of COVID, that's what this will do to you. I, I don't think that's a reason just to give yourself away to some man you didn't even know. This man is 43 years old. Where is he working right now until he gets his big break? Usually that's what writers and screenwriters do. They have another job and they work on their, their stuff, you know, in their off time. If he's a writer, I mean, surely you would have seen some of his work maybe published in a magazine or online, a local newspaper. Maybe, you know, he would have written you a poem or something. Uh, uh, I, did you even read or see the script that he was waiting to get produced by some big Hollywood producer? Uh, it, it, and is that really where he lives, where he took you and said he couldn't take you in because of COVID-19? All this stuff just sounds suspect to me. I mean, you didn't really think he was going to pay you back, did you? You said he didn't pay you back. Did you really think he was going to? This guy is not just a loser. He's a user. And I, I just say, stay away from him, okay? Don't worry about seeing him again. He's not for you. Steve? Well, this is my kind of letter right here. Thank you, Shirley. This is yeah. my kind of letter right here. Thank you. First of all, I want to thank, you know, uh, I just want everybody to listen to this letter right now. Right now, I just want you to know that the talent that God gave me is about to shine through brightly. You're about to see my ability to take foolishness Pointed out at levels where a lot of people don't see. See, Shirley's a, a nice Christian girl. You know, she ain't had the life I done had. You know, she ain't told as many lies as me. She ain't no. been in as much situations as me. So she ain't going to see this stuff. Like, here go, listen to me. 32-year-old woman falling for this 43-year-old man. They met online and bonded because we both were lonely the last 10 months in quarantine. Hell for everybody been in quarantine. Yeah. I work full-time out of school, and he's a screenwriter. He a what? He a screenwriter. Girl, that ain't even the real title for it. He a screenwriter? Waiting on, here, now this way, let me me show you how it looks. Waiting on one of his movies to get greenlit by a big producer. (laughs) What? What? Who isn't? What big producer? Who gonna green like this movie? Why would a big producer go through everybody they know to get to him? <laughs> he said that if that happens, 
He'll be set for life. One movie, dog? <laughs> now you think, hold up, partner. You think if Spielberg had just made one movie, he'd have been set. You think if Will Smith had just done one movie, he'd have been set. You think if Denzel had just stopped at Mo Better Blues, you think he'd have been set for life? Partner, is you out of your rabbit ass mind? You know how much stuff you got to put together? You're talking about if he, he'll be self like We decided to meet up, and I asked him to meet me halfway since he lived an hour from me. She told me, you know, car. so I drove an hour to see him. Okay, that's another thing. He three a screenwriter. Three hours to see him. Hold it right there, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, is he a loser or a work in progress? Okay, now, in order for me to recap this letter, I'd have to go too far. So let me just take you through it, because the subject is, is he a loser or a work in progress? Shirley called him a loser. I got to agree with her 100%. This man is a complete loser. I'll point it out to you as we go through the letter. 32-year-old woman, falling for a 43-year-old man. Met online, bonded, because we were lonely during the last 10 months in quarantine. I work full-time out of school, and he is a screenwriter. Right there. <laughs> a screenwriter in quarantine. Good Lord hmm. Almighty. He ain't been what? able to show nobody a screen that he done written since the quarantine started. Anybody taking movies out in Hollywood right now? Okay, so let's go with that right there. Waiting on one of his movies to get greenlit by a big producer. Boy, do you have any idea the process it is to get to a big producer in Hollywood with your new ass with this script? Ain't saying it can't be done. Ain't saying you can't have dreams. But, oh, Lord, this one tough. He said if that happens, he'll be set for life. Boy, one movie is not going to set your ass for life. I can tell you it won't. It, that's not how this works. You got to put these things together, man. You got to start stacking paper. You know, you, you think Brad Pitt would have been all right with one movie? Tom mm-hmm. Hanks with one movie? No, man. Eddie with one movie? No. You got to put them together. Yeah. We decided to meet up, and I asked him to meet me halfway since he lives an hour from me. He, he told me he don't have a car. All right, come on. <laughs> Loser. 43-year-old man. He told you he didn't have a car. You let that go. So I drove an hour to see him. When I got to his apartment, he said I couldn't come in because the couple he lived with don't want strangers inside the house because of COVID-19. I You done drove an hour to his apartment to find out he don't have an apartment, that he's staying with a couple that done told him your ass can't come in here because of COVID-19. He explained that he's staying on their couch. What? He's staying? This a 43-year-old man staying on his couch. See, listen to me. I'm the last person could talk because I've been homeless, and I lived in a car for three years. I met women while I lived in the car. I can tell you it didn't go good. I can just tell you it didn't go good. Because when I would say, say, can I come over your place? We in it. <laughs> but at least you had a car. car. Hey, he even I, a car. I met a girl at a one-night show one time. We was driving around the car. I was going to try to go to Waffle House or something. She said, uh, uh, you stay around here somewhere? I said, yeah. 
They in she here. say where? Right here. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. Now you staying on that couch. Now, and you staying on the couch in exchange for some cleaning and other housework. So now he a maid. Yeah. So here that cleaning toilets and doing dishes and carrying out garbage and stuff and mopping flows. Okay, but he a screenwriter now. He said he didn't tell me because he didn't want to scare me away. Your ass should have got in your car right then and turned your ass around. But oh no, you ain't that smart. I was very put off by this. You wasn't put off that much. Because <laughs> guess what you did? He offered to take me to lunch, so that made it better. Well, oh, mm-hmm. play the food. All right, here we go. So now, since that made it better, we had a nice meal and things were going great until his card was declined at the restaurant. So mm-hmm. now, it was going great because he took, bought you some lunch. Then found out he couldn't pay for the damn lunch. He stepped away to call his bank and asked me to cover the bill. He didn't talk to nobody at that bank. What did he call the to. bank and say? He know good and hell well ain't no money in there. Mm-mm. He stepped around the corner and told you he called the bank. He right. talked to nobody at that bank. Matter of fact, they'd ask him to bring his ass down there so they could meet him. <laughs> Maybe this overdraft. <laughs> he was embarrassed, so I assured him that it was okay. You such a nice person. We decided to get a hotel room so we could spend the day together. What? what? Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. After all that didn't happen, your desperate ass, mm-hmm. after you found out he stayed on the couch with the other couple that he a housekeeper, and he a screenwriter waiting on the big producer, and he ain't got no money, and people wouldn't let you in the house because they think your ass got COVID, and he took you to the restaurant, and you ain't got the money. He called the bank, and then went and told you, y'all going to get a hotel room so you can spend the day together. But his card was declined again. If you can't pay for the food, how the hell are you going to get a hotel room? <laughs> so I put the room on my credit card. He called the bank again and said his accounts had a glitch in it. Yeah, the glitch is called ain't no money. It's a big glitch. I've had three years of them glitches. But he could pay me back in 24 hours. That night, we had the most intense sex and amazing mm-hmm. conversation. Hey, can I come back on this next break? Y- yeah. Because <laughs> this is very important right here. Because I want to share with you mm-hmm. why you had the most intense sex and amazing conversation. I'm going to share with you why that happened. And I don't have the time in the little bit of time we got left. But y'all need to focus on it. Because when we come back, you need to find out how you can have the most intense sex with a person that ain't got no damn money. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, <laughs> post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and Instagram on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up, part three of today's Strawberry Letter. Is he a loser or work in progress right after this? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we're back with part three. Here's the strawberry letter with part three to it. The subject is, is he a loser or a work in progress? So you left with telling us uh, you We've were going to explain how you can breaks, have the most y'all. So just briefly, amazing let me explain something to you. This woman that met this 43-year-old man who's a screenwriter, they've been uh, online <laughs> and they met, and you're trying to figure out if he's a loser or if he's a work in progress. Me and Shirley and I already said he's a loser. Just a couple bullet points to remind you why we think he's a loser. Uh, he's waiting on the screen 
uh, play to get bi- uh, greenlit by a big producer. That's one. <laughs> he said if it happened, it's going to be set for life. He 43. Then uh, you drive to meet him, and you told him to meet you halfway. He told you he can't meet you halfway because he ain't got no car. You drove all the way to see him to got to his apartment, and then you found out that you couldn't come in because the couple he lived with don't want no strangers inside their house because it might have COVID-19. <laughs> then <laughs> he told you that he was right. staying on their couch in exchange for doing housework and other chores. <laughs> then he told you he didn't want to tell you that because he didn't want to scare you away. And instead of getting scared, your ass stayed. But then he offered to take you to lunch, so that made it better. Then he took you to lunch, and when the bill came, he couldn't pay for the damn lunch. So you put it on your card. I don't know how good or how good that damn meal was, but then right after that, y'all decided to get a hotel room so y'all could spend the day together, but his card got declined again. He couldn't pay for the damn meal. So how he going to get a room? What hotel was y'all at? Glenn's Motor Inn? Listen to me. <laughs> hotel room that? normally costs more than food. You know, th- four hours for $20. Uh, oh. You know. And he said his account had a glitch in it. Mm. Glitch? <laughs> no, his account ain't had no money in it. That's the biggest glitch of them all. He said he'd pay you back in 24 hours. Now, this is where we left off. That night, we had the most intense sex and amazing conversation. Well, first let me deal with the amazing conversation. First of all, he's a screenwriter. Mm -hmm. He know how to tell a story. (laughs) (laughs) And you like listening to him. So that's a good ass conversation. (laughs) Now let me tell you why you had the intense sex. Because he was screwing for opportunity. (laughs) He was screwing for a chance. He was screwing for hope. He was screwing for somewhere to live. He was screwing for another payment. He was screwing for somebody to clean up this bank account of his. He was screwing for somebody with a credit report. He was screwing for somebody that's working down at the school center. He was screwing for anybody that could get his ass off that couch because he tired of doing housework for these white people he living there with. That's why the sex was so All intense. Right, we gotta go, Steve. Screwing with purpose. <laughs> Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, we talked about this yesterday. It's, it's kind of all over social media since they made the big announcement. Your daughter, Lori, is dating People Magazine's sexiest man alive, actor Michael B. Jordan. A Woo-hoo! great, cute couple they make, yeah. And um, you you approve, correct? You talked about that. You're yeah, cool with I, it. I, I, I like this one. Excuse you me? Do? Excuse me? Yeah, I like you this one. Oh, I still got my like that, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I like him, you know, but, you know, I, uh-huh. like I say to all of them, I might like you, I might approve of you, but I got a a thumb-sized section of my heart filled with nothing but pure hatred for your ass. <laughs> just where, in where case that come I need from, it. Dog? You know, just in case I need it. Okay. Like oh, right dad, now, you know, dad, you know nice guy, but this. Oh, that's that yeah, daddy side. I, I, I got this little side. section, partner, where all I got to do is click switch and I can hate your ass. Because <laughs> you like ain't that. the sexiest man in the world to me. Let's be clear about that. <laughs> yeah. So you don't get too close then, I bet that. You don't get too close. Oh, no, no, no. I always stay back. 
Uh-huh. Always stay back, you know. Are you like the bad boy's father? The father in the, the, yeah, the, in the movie, movie Bad Boys? Martin yeah, Lawrence I'm, and Will yeah, Smith? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 Chitty, and, Chitty, and, bang, and, bang. No, no, no. And I'm both of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, how you doing? I can't stand your head. I'm that, I'm that dude. But go ahead. What's your question? But, but here, here's a question. Let, let's talk about the opposite because a lot of parents out there are going through this. And what advice can you give parents and kids when the parents don't approve of the relationship? Because so far you're cool with them. You know, so Well, far, I but- mean, you know, you could see a lot of times, listen to me. Let me say this about parenting, man. It does not come with a manual. And to all the parents out there whose children have done something totally against everything you've ever tried to teach them, share with them, or get them to understand, they once they become adults, they can go and do whatever it is they want to. It ain't got nothing to do with your well wishes, your thoughts, your hopes for them, or nothing else. Do not beat yourself up as a parent when your child does something counter to what you believe is right for them because they have to live their life and learn and they will learn they will eventually learn yeah man when is that when is that it take a while now Tommy you You got a date on that oh mm 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 -mm. 25 (laughs) what's that face ain't no damn date ain't no age you know just some 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 of them trip for a while man you just got to let it go you know you got to love them keep talking to them pray for you know, I don't, I stopped doing. I don't do that. What you doing? You don't, you don't do for what? Praying for them. No, not if you piss me off. I don't. <laughs> okay, all right. You no. They're not gonna get right, your so, prayers. So, nah. So, Mm-mm. what advice do you nah. have for parents who don't approve of their relationships? Of their I mean, kids look, relationships? it's nothing you can do about it. If they're an adult, it's nothing you can do about it. And other people who pass judgment on you. People who pass judgment on you, either they kids ain't old enough yet, mm-hmm. or they ain't got no damn kids. Them there the two go. right there. Ooh, but if you have been in this talk. long enough, mm-hmm. and you have kids of this age, all you could do is say, wow, I understand. But people who criticize you as a parent and your parenting skills, two things happen. They kids ain't old enough, or they ain't got no damn kids. Mm-hmm. One of the two. And if they are critical because their kids is old enough, hold on. They finna do something, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just hold tight, huh? <laughs> Sit back, yep. wait on it. Wow. Okay. Good discussion. Good All discussion. right. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, don't get me started. So. This one right here. Oh. What? You all right, Tommy? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't so even you? look over here. <laughs> Tommy, your mm. kids is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You just had right. trouble out of one. I got seven, <laughs> three of them boys. Oh, Jesus. I got one. I love them all, though. Let me say I that. I love one. them all. Oh, yeah. Has nothing I to love do with them love. Do you yeah. like them? Not all the time. You not ain't got all the time. Kids all no, the time. not yeah. all the time. All right, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we got to say happy Founders Day to the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Ooh, happy Founders BST. Day yeah. Yeah. to Founders the red Day. and white, Happy Founders Day <laughs> to the bad girls baby. at DST. Uh-huh. These are my sisters yes. up in here. Sup with y'all. Y'all fine selves up in there. Throw them up. 
Yeah. Old Buck, <laughs> yeah. To all my daughters, yeah. that's Deltas. Mm-hmm. All them fine women, DST, the cake lady that make all our cakes is a Delta. Her husband is a Q. All them sisters out there. Yeah, yeah. To uh, uh remember what's, what's Mississippi Monica. Last name? Mm-hmm. Mississippi, Mississippi Monica is a Delta. Uh-huh. The yeah. girl that I uh escorted at the black homecoming at Kent State, Crystal. What was Crystal's name? Crystal Moore? What year was this? What was Crystal's 1975? name? 1975, <laughs> Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> fine. Lord have mercy, Crystal was fine. God, dog. My freshman ass walking her down that aisle. Woo, woo, Everybody wanted to be me. Boy, I had my little fro picked out. Had them platforms on. Had that sponge jacket with the elastic in the back. Plaid. You know, they're made out of that little material that's kind of spongy. Girl, that went the woof. With the big, big ass lapels on it. Had the butterfly bow tie. Oh, velvet. <laughs> Girl, you, bell you, bottoms. You, you mad at us? We don't understand. Oh, oh, what? oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Miss Miss Keisha Lance Bottom, I think she's a Delta too. Oh, mayor, the mayor of Atlanta, of yeah, the honorable yeah. mayor. Hey, we'll be Atlanta. right back with more of the Steve Harvey yeah. Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending political news, according to the New York Times, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has told his associates that quote he is happy. Democrats have moved to impeach Mr. Trump as it will make it easier for me to rebuild the Republican Party. Whoa. What? Whoa. <laughs> wow. Mitch That's McConnell crazy. also blames President Trump for the Republicans losing the two Senate seats in the runoff election in Georgia. Uh, House Democrats plan to vote today to impeach President Trump for a second time. Remember, one week ago today, the domestic terrorists attacked the Capitol building where five people died, including a U.S. Capitol police officer. So Mitch McConnell has changed his tune, huh? You know what? I mean, look, you know, we all keep hanging out hope that, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) something will develop where it's not such such a split with the Democrats and Republicans because as we sit here and we look at that, we don't understand why they don't see what we see. Mm-hmm. But it's clear, like I've always known, they don't see what the, they don't want to see it because it's their power know. position and their money. But now they have a chance to really rid themselves of this guy and get back to some type of normalcy in that look, it's going to always be difference between Democrats and Republicans. That's the way it is. And you're going to have uh-huh. fights and and, and 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 people siding just cause it's the party. But what they side for with this dude, man, is pure ignorance and lies. And if you don't side with him on the lie, man, he do your ass on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, they done took his Twitter account. What y'all scared of? <laughs> he can't come back. <laughs> he can't even talk to you about y'all no more. They're really, yeah, and fear uh-huh. is it. it. It's fear-driven what they're doing. And, man, let me tell you yeah, something. But- if they impeach him, they would get rid of his ability to have secret service for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. That's Don't a fact. That. And he mm-hmm. would lose the pension. The yeah. bigger part is he would lose the secret service. That would then prevent him from going to these rallies and and, and, and drumming up more support yeah. with these ignorant yeah. lies. Oh. Yeah. You right. actually yeah. have a chance to rid yourself for this guy. And he yeah. wouldn't be able to run for office again either. So. That's right. That and good. you wouldn't that have would to deal good. with this Trumpism foolishness. Mm-hmm. Right. And I then like eventually. Go ahead. Oh, 
I was on Salak with Bernie Sanders. He tweeted out, if he's too dangerous, if Trump is too dangerous to send out a tweet or a Facebook post, then he's too dangerous to be the commander in chief. Right. I said, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He needs to be removed from office. Yep. He wants to be a dictator. That's it. He mm-hmm. thinks he's a king or something. Yeah, he does. He does. Let's send him to Russia. Let them deal with it. Let's do that. <laughs> he's, he's got plenty of friends over there, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, time to switch gears, guys. Coming up, it's our last break of the day, and Steve Harvey will give us some closing remarks at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this very important Wednesday in Washington, in the country, in Donald Trump's presidency. We'll see what the vote will be on impeachment today, Steve. Yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't really, you know, here's the deal. These are my closing remarks. This impeachment process just going down. It can happen or not can happen. They have a deeper problem than whether they impeach him or not. Of course, there's some benefits to impeaching him. He loses his pension. Uh, he doesn't get the, uh, f- uh, the benefit of having Secret Service with him the rest of his life. And he can never run for office again. So there are some benefits. But there's a deeper problem here. How did they even get to this point? And I say they because it was not us. No, this is a Republican Party problem that has flooded over and become a national problem. But I'm going to tell you something. I refuse to let it be a problem of mine. No, 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 no. You're trying to talk about the shame you brought on America and all that stuff. It's a shame you brought on yourself. Steve Harvey, I'm I'm not wearing this one. I'm not wearing this one. This is on you. You who voted for him, you who enabled him, you who cowered down to him, this is your doing. This is yours and yours alone. You and you alone should wear this crown of glory and crown of shame, however you want to look at it. But we and me and my listeners, we ain't got nothing to do with this right here. See, your fear of one man named Donald Trump, your fear of him, your cowardice, Your fear and cowardice of his ways, his tones, of a man who acted like he was a king. You know something, man? These Republicans, y'all got to rethink this, man. Because y'all got behind an immoral person when y'all solely claimed to be the moral party of the USA. The GOP, the grand old party. And you let a man in the front that y'all knew from the get-go was not fit to lead. He's never led. He's never been about people. He's never cared about a common man a day in his life. He's never serviced anyone. He's done nothing but cheat, connive, steal, lie, borrow, file bankruptcy his whole life. Got y'all tricked because he had a TV show called The Apprentice. Got you thinking he's a great businessman. He's slick now. Oh, he's slick, and he finds ways to get it done. Oh, and he's resilient. Oh, he's all that. But he ain't good, though. Ain't no stories of Mike Bloomberg 
filing bankruptcy 11 times. Ain't no stories of, 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 of Robert Smith filing bankruptcy 11 times. And what, what are the stories about Bill Gates filing six, seven times bankruptcy? What about Zuckerberg? Huh? It's rich boys. How about Bezos? It's a lot of rich boys out in the world. You don't hear about them filing bankruptcy this many times, being in this much trouble. Man, y'all got hoodwinking suckered by this dude. And you're going to wear this one yourself. Just climbing over the wall and all this here. Diving through windows and busting this out. This y'all. This y'all, man. We we not in this with y'all. You ain't doing no disservice to us. This disservice that's been happening, been happening to us for 400 years and more. We 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 done seen this before. It's shocking for everybody else, but it ain't really shocking to us. Y'all gotta rebuild y'all party. And let me tell you what this is all from. You know the whole key, and this is the lesson for us now. Steve Harvey listeners, this is our lesson. Their reverence of Trump was greater than their reverence of God. Anytime you hold a man up higher than your God, this is what happens. Because this is all that happened, man. This is exactly what happened. Their reverence of him was greater than their reverence of God. And that ain't what their party's supposed to be. But you sold it for power, position, and money. And now this is what you got. Y'all sitting here looking at this man trying to trying to save face, trying to jump off the bandwagon. Ted Cruz talking about, you know, I've been against him for four years. I've spoken again. Wow. I'm sitting here looking at this dude, man. Dog, you think we fools? You blatantly lie. What, what I'm really trying to figure out, though, is when is the base going to wake up and look at what he did? Do you hear him now saying they should be punished for these crimes? After he sent y'all down there to commit it. Hey, man, why don't you, when y'all gonna wake up? This dude been about himself the whole time. And now y'all sitting up here, man, y'all still following the dude that ain't leading y'all. Still following the dude that ain't even trying to help y'all. Ain't been in no rush to get them stimulus checks out to y'all. Ain't been in no hurry to fight, get that vaccine to y'all. They been sitting on this vaccine. He the president. He the one. He keep putting everything on the state. He ain't never led y'all. He don't care nothing about y'all stimulus package. He don't care nothing about y'all's doggone health, welfare, Obamacare. Man, I wish I could find something that I could read to y'all that a friend of mine sent to me. I think I could find it. But if I don't, I just can't. But what you all got to understand, man, is we could do better than this. We got to stay prayed up, prayed up. We got to stay prayerful. We got to stay in faith. We got to keep looking to our God, just like he done got us through everything else. He going to get us through this hill. Man, but don't be fooled by this dude, man. And don't go down there and get in. Now, listen to this last warning. They say that something is going to happen on the 20th. Listen to me, Steve Harvey listeners. Stay home. Don't go down there. We don't need no anti-Trump rallies. Let them rally amongst themselves. We ain't got to go down there and hold up our signs. Let them do this. Stay home. Stay safe. Be watchful. Be careful. Uncle Steve telling you that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, Delta. For all. 
All Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 